Hey, Millennial listeners, uh, it's Max here. I want to let you guys know we put out together a few shirts, some merch that's gone out. Um, maybe you guys do or don't know this, but uh, we're bringing together a lot of brand new designs, things that are really relevant to uh, Neon. We hope you guys like them. Um, things like All Over Neck Print Gator, which is a, a really cool uh, kind of print that we put together for fans of Neon, uh, the Neon of the Future, which is you know rewarding female Neon vendors out there uh, who are doing all sorts of cool work, as well as uh, Hot Bends, uh, which is a sweatshirt and also a t-shirt. If you guys don't know already, uh, we, like I said, these are exclusives uh, to Mono Neon. And uh, you can go out there and check them out. They're on the website under merch. Thanks. Welcome to the Mondo Neon Show. Argon, Neon, Helium, Xenon, Krypton. Transform and roll out. Max at Mondo Neon. I'm with Donnie Myers. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Hey, thanks, Max, for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, so Donnie, you've got a pretty wide set of skills, and I think obviously people, you know, kind of maybe may not know you from Instagram. Uh, you do a lot of set design, art direction, and whatnot. Um, tell tell everyone a little bit about you know your beginnings, uh, maybe on the neon side, or kind of where you kind of entered all of this, uh, you know, uh, neon work, if you will. Sure. Um, so yeah, I I grew up in Philadelphia. Um, I had gone um, to school there and. Basically, I had a, you know, I had a grandparent who had a butcher shop, so he had a neon sign in his store, and the sign itself was um, in my house, you know, growing up. It was just on a shelf. Um, I wound up actually uh, playing with it one day and breaking it, so that was kind of my introduction to neon handling, but um, I always had a, a really tremendous interest in neon, um, just growing up, being a skater, um, playing drums in bands and going to hardcore shows. We were always in Philadelphia, always around um, a lot of places that had neon. And wherever there was neon, there were cool people. It was always Hepcats, you know, around the globe. So for me, neon always represented, like, where the cool people hung out. You know, that was, like, as a kid, neon meant being cool. You know, I remember Zipperhead on South Street. We would always go to that punk rock store, um, you know, the guy with the zipper for a head and uh yeah so for me growing up neon always symbolized you know just the cool cats you know what, what was it like for you too i mean kind of to bring us back to that moment breaking neon is one of those things where you kind of at first it happens the first time you're kind of shocked right you kind of look at it you acknowledge that something happened obviously it's something that you just go back and like <laughs> put it back together and squeeze together it, it, you know, did it stop working for you right there? Did you kind of question, go, you know what, I got to figure this out? What was that kind of shift? Because it felt like you had, you know, gotten really close to this kind of up close and personal. And clearly, culturally, it's significant for many reasons. Even musically, a lot of artists come on here and talk about kind of their humble musical beginnings and they became a bender or something like that. Um, can you tie those things together? Was there like a shift, like a mom moment where you said, you know what, this is, this is really cool. Let me figure this out. Definitely. Um, I mean, for me, you know, I, um, I did, I did have a, a grad program um, at Art Institute of Chicago. So I was um, making films, very interested in cinematography. Um, I took a class in the holography lab. So I was super interested in light and in, um, you know, tech, just basically technology was really always exciting for me. Um, I, I had worked in New York City. I, I've owned my own set company for over 20 years. So um, early 90s was just a really exciting time with um, 
set design coming up and the hip hop genre, lots of music videos, lots of photo shoots. And a lot of clients wanted neon. They wanted um, sticks of neon. They wanted custom pieces. They wanted neon as light sources. And um, I was very fortunate in the mid nineties to um, do a lot of work with Let There Be Neon and um, Manhattan Neon, a lot of the shops down in Chinatown. So mm -hmm. always going to these shops that were very, um, they were very desolate. There were just a few people there and it was kind of, it felt like it was, you know, an art form that was kind of on its way out. Like it was strange to go into a shop and ask for peace and, you know, kind of be the only person there. Like there wasn't really a buzz uh, of neon in the mid nineties. But um, <clears throat> as I, anytime I brought the neon to set, people would freak out. They'd just be like, oh my God, what is this? I want to touch it. You know, it was, it just brought so much excitement and so much life to photo shoots that it got me really interested in um, mounting, in color combinations, in, in design to kind of offer it as one more thing um, as a, you know, as a set designer that I could offer in my portfolio for clients. Yeah, it's really fun too. You do, for anyone that's listening too, um, Donnie's got, you know, like location and still life. And I think it works. Neon has an incredible kind of ability to transform not only in the advertising space, but if you even go back enough and look at, you know, like we talked about music, you do work with events and video. It's just a really fun way to sort of heighten the experience. You know, I think a lot of times people are, like you said, clients are sort of, I think it is a, a great kind of extreme on one end, but then if it's done tastefully and you're not doing lots of it, there's kind of a, a it's arguably a great way to set, the tone we've talked about the historical elements like the the its ability to kind of take time and kind of stretch it you know like if you see something back in the in the day you know what what it can do publicly outside as well so there's this whole kind of um like you said flight that happens when people kind of stop taking it for granted and are pretty mindful about how they put it up you can get some amazing clarity on different types of elements specifically different themes um you know, we talked about like uh, different street elements too, if you're gonna kind of try and pull something together. Uh, what, what, was there ever a project, like what was it like working on one of those projects? Can you think of one in particular that's like stands out for you where the client was talking about Neon and you brought it in and kind of changed the whole thing around? Yeah, um, we had a really funny story. It was a, a photo shoot where um, we had a whole stack of models. There was like 12 models, you know, Stage C, Pier 59. And uh, we were just doing kind of girls in front of a, a neon tube. So I had, you know, like a, a six inch uh, plexi tube with green neon doubles going through, um, wired it up, had the corn foils, you know, going. And the background was mylar. So it was like about a 30 by 100 feet of mylar. That was the background. And there was one point where, um, you know, just a cord had just kind of touched on the, on the, uh, on the mylar and the girls just started jumping it was hilarious because there was just a tiny little spark like on their feet and they were just like jumping on the whole set i thought that was hilarious <laughs> but um i mean looking back you know just you know having all these pieces of neon commission but also they never gave instructions like they wouldn't tell you how to wire them or how to put on the boots or how to do the you know the um grab it so it was pretty much just kind of learning wiring um as you go and there were just a lot of funny instances where people, you know, models would hold the neon and they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't be sure about, you know, if it was safe and just having to walk them through like the proper way of handling and, 
and that kind of thing. So yeah, it was just, there were just so many moments um, where the neon just brought tremendous production quality, um, you know, to all these shoots. And um, I love, I just love that neon, it, it has a negative ion charge to it naturally. So when you're in an environment, it charges the room in a negative ion, which basically is the same as walking barefoot in a forest. So it's, it's psychological, it's emotional, it's also naturally calming and soothing. And I love that about neon, the way, the, how emotionally um, it just, it affects everyone so deeply, you know, to the core. It's just so primordial in that way. It is too. I never really thought about it. You know, when we think about kind of the body and the practicality of guidance, we've had people on here, artists mixing combinations of visual effects. And I think specifically that category, you know, specifically the uh, concepts of, of color and application, you know, you can discuss the means behind it and you get pretty dorky, but the really, I mean, you can really do a lot with it. Uh, you know, people decide whether or not they want to buy a, a particular scene i'm sure just based on the color or you know you talk about even just like uh, someone purchasing a new car you know this this idea of color perception is is not new but i think objects reflect light and anytime you have a combination of what the brain picks up on as far as wavelengths and combinations and translating that i mean it is a phenomenon like you can decide where you want to go with it but the human eye is is really kind of interesting the way that it kind of intrinsically affects the brain and when you're doing a set I mean lighting is super important so when you have the ability to kind of intensify a scene or take remove color or subtractive you know sort of mix things together I think uh, I think people kind of lose that sometimes with neon is that it is a color it is like a living color it's it's chemically mixing it's doing a lot of different things on the inside Definitely. whatever results you put around it too right like I think the entire run is super important and I think the artists that really do that really well can really get what they want out of it and and yeah I just I love the fact that you're blending it together uh, is there like someone who inspires you kind of on the inside outside of neon of the neon world that like is really out there like maybe like a, a shop or an individual because I know that you're in Philly you you, you you probably you've been around the museum that's going up there uh, sure. as well yeah I've, I've met with Len um you know, so we've met, um, been over to his place and just seen his setup and his home studio. It's just phenomenal, you know, what Len is doing with, um, you know, in Philly with the, the Neon Museum there, just rigging it all up. I've really got to commend him for his work there and his, you know, service to, to restoring old Neon. Um, yeah, I do, I have worked, you know, with um, Cliff at Random Neon, so he's he's close by and, you know, we've been working together. Oh, yeah, Cliff, up. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so we, we've been working together about three years and, you know, I started really as just sort of, uh, he was making custom pieces for me for my photo shoots. We, we shared nice. studio space in, uh, in Patterson together. And then, um, yeah, basically I, I had jobs where I needed custom pieces done for my photo shoots and he would make uh, commissions for me. And then as time went on, I took a few of his neon workshops, which I highly recommend. And then um, started handling neon, building crates, block out, um, you know, learning the manifold, um, getting in the flames. And it's just, it slowly has progressed. And, you know, I'm really in a, in a stage now where I'm really getting deep into the fires and bending and learning, you know, block, block letters. And, and just, I really am submerging myself now in the flames. That's my thing now is to really uh, focus on bending. That's... Um, but it's just, it's been a fantastic journey. I mean, 
assembly and site visits and people coming in with restorations and uh, different techniques and trick treat uh, you know tricks to to keep the manifold clean and to um, keep keep your numbers low and keep your your tubes um, you know really pumped so that they'll last a lifetime I mean it's just so many elements go into making a tube I can't even you know it's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of processes going on simultaneously and a lot of times when you're in the fire you have to make six decisions in under 10 seconds that are all synced in a way that if one is off it's a it's a snowball effect and you got to start again so i love i just love the science and i love the um the handmadeness you know we're all makers in this we're making custom pieces and i love i just love that the the hand of the make the neon maker i think is really exciting yeah, there's an unbelievable amount of also, I think, like you said, is a amount of tension that it captures, you know, when I think of all the different moments where you kind of can go in there and, and there is a certain amount of lack of knowledge when you first start out, it just is that way. Um, but what I've seen from time and time again in, in building yourself up is that it's it's very rewarding. I think it inspires a lot of different things to take place. You know, there's certain challenges, so it requires a lot of technicality and also communication work, like the elimination of having a problem is difficult in and of itself, but there's a lot of explosion of creativity. And I think neon has a lot of truth. Like it, it, it mm. is, it is what it is. You can't really kind of go against the grain and kind of, <laughs> you know, no, no science. You know, I, I was taking some notes before and I said, basically, you know, there's a neon God, you know, that we all are bowing down to and the God is science and there's rules. And basically, you know, we're just, we we're we're, we're subservient to science. You know, if there is, the weld can look great, but if there's a pinhole leak, it's not a good tube. It's not going to last. So you have all these rules about how many drops of merc do you roll in? You know what I mean? What's your mics when you drop down? How much are you backfilling with the argon? You know, what's your tip-off time? How, how many, what's the temperature, you know, when you drop down, um, you know, to, to, to tip off? All these things are critical. And, and also, they deal with safety. You know, obviously, everyone gets cut. Everyone gets burned. Everyone gets shocked. But... You know, this is this is really it's a this is a very it's it's like being in a in a medical procedure. It's it's very serious and it's it's um it's very technical. So you have to be on point and focused and really committed to failures. I was I was taking some notes about failures. How you just stacking failure on top of failure on top of failure on top of failure until finally there's a breakthrough. And it might take three days three eight hour days in the fire before you have that breakthrough and you might go through 50 pounds of glass to have that one perfect 90 you know so it's it's that whole process of just being willing to fail being willing to to get back up and to to love failure and understand that failure is necessary for you to you know to evolve as a as a neon artist yeah so true i think and in, in also be aggressively uh, kind to yourself because I think a lot of neon artists they've struck a chord and they'll just kind of like okay I'll never get past this but if you really are an individual who just needs that extra push you'd be surprised how much better you can get by just sharing that with someone else because time and time again what I've noticed is that the neon community is super strong like they'll band together and in seconds you'll have like five or six different options and I think what's sure. great about that is like things that people really care about um, you know, consistency is important, but also just, you know, having that ability to reach out. And, uh, and like you said, like you have that in, in random, uh, neon as well, yeah. so, you know, yeah, I, I, um, go ahead. I, I sort of break down the, the industry into four phases. Um, for me, it's like sort of started in Europe, you know, you have all the, 
the, the early uh, predecessors of Neon, including, you know, uh, Claude, uh, how he came to America, you know, with his patents, um, the Packard sign, you know, so sort of bringing Neon to America with strict patents that you had to buy off him and follow his procedures. Then you have phase two, where it kind of goes underground, where people are working for 30, 40, 50 years um, secretly in their labs, um, mostly like a blue collar, uh, white male sort of construct, you know, where everything was very secret and hidden. And then it, all of a sudden it kind of emerged and came up um, with the, the, the advent of unleaded glass. Um, sort of people started, sh you know, sharing some knowledge. The old timers couldn't keep up with, with the, new, the new glass. So a lot of shops closed. And then you have this new, this rebirth, you know, where it's tons of amazing uh, female benders and just all types of, of different, um, you know, schools opening. And then now with, I feel like with the, the COVID situation, we've kind of gone back, you know, we can't have classes right now. We can't have um, open studios. We can't really have museums or, or, or uh, meet, you know, large meetings. So it's kind of gone a little bit back now um back inside and a little bit more internal now and i think you know once things open up it's going to really go back outside again i think we're going to see a lot more exteriors a lot more cans a lot more animation arduino work so i think that we're heading into a really really exciting time but for right now it's kind of you know a lot of the flames are, are turned off you know uh momentarily yeah, I do think so too. I think we said I think there's going to be a huge explosion after this. I quite frankly yeah. think I think it's going to happen relatively yeah. when I don't know. Um, again, I'm yeah. not, I don't have a fortune teller type right. atmosphere. But, but the reality is, you're, it's going to get the lights going to get switched on, and, and I truly Definitely. believe everyone listening, it's going to happen. It's just yeah. a matter of when. Um, how how do you sum up? I guess like your aesthetic right now, like where you're mixing uh, different types of formats and yeah, uh, different I, I, I'm excited. I have you know I came from you know a um, multidisciplinary background, so you know I, I I took a lot of classes in philosophy. I'm into metaphysics. I'm into the metaphor of of neon. You know that we're all essentially um, vessels. We all hold uh, an electric charge. We all hold. Um, we're light emitting, you know, we, we all have, have had times where we've been broken and repaired. And, you know, there's a period in our life where eventually our light will go off. So I feel like we're all essentially these, these neon lights, you know, and it's a perfect metaphor for, for the human being. And I try to use that in my work, um, you know, with, I do some site specific work where I'll take um, some neon out into nature. I'll take a found sign, you know, that's, that's a vintage sign and I'll place it in nature. And I'll, I like that tension between the salesmanship and selling a product and language and linguistics, and then the primordial like pre-linguistic element where we're just, you know, beings in, in a natural space. I love that tension. Um, but I also love minimalism. I also love, you know, the James Terrells, you know, the, the Flavins and the Glenn Langhams and, you know, the plays on language, the plays on light, the, um, you know, the push and pull between the viewer and the scale of the piece. So, I'm, I'm every day. I'm just constantly researching and thinking and drawing and sketching and working on new, uh, new pieces. So I'm trying to get together, you know, a, uh, a collection of, of new work, you know, that I could show, you know, in the coming year. I think, yeah. And also your career has been highlighted by a lot of different types of work too. I actually personally, I love that you, everyone, I kind of like it when they branch out too. I love your posts about cars, like just being yeah. a, I don't know much. I don't give that off in the show very often, but I love cars and I think there's something really neat there. 
you kind of do yeah. a lot of your different posts there on your Instagram are referring to, but, um, but yeah, just like you, you had the solo installation, like, like pink neon and vintage New York city truck. I mean, I just love that you go out there and, uh, and just shoot what you see too. I feel like there's a nice mix. of and That was a great project. We, um, uh, Cliff, Cliff and I collaborated on, on a work for a, uh, a food truck and, uh, a friend of mine, she wanted neon in her food truck. So we went out, we did the measurements. Um, Cliff helped, you know, with the, the design of the bending. And then I went in solo and installed this whole thing. So the idea of just a food truck moving around town and you've got this glow, it was just, it worked out so fantastic. That worked really good. Um, but yeah, I've just, I've been sent on so many interesting jobs. Um, a lot of restaurants with dimmers and a lot of, um, just site visits where we go, we talk to the consumer, um, you know, even like a, a build up, a brand new build out, maybe it's a laundromat or a restaurant. Hey, we have this concept. These are our tile colors. This is our clientele. What do you think? And we can bring in some different colors some different ideas and references. And I can use that set design and that sale, you know, selling them on things um, that are really similar to interior design. I just, I think, um, I think neon is in, in its infancy. I truly believe it's, it's just begun. And every single month we as, as creators and every, every single person in the community is just pushing the envelope, little things, you know, every, every single month I see us an evolution. I see a growth and it's just, it's so exciting, you know, to be a part of, of this, uh, burgeoning community. You know, I'm really, it's in a very exciting time for neon for sure. Yeah, I do. I think so too. I think it's neat that you kind of comment the same way I do or think about that. I think, um, where, you know, where are you headed next? Is there anything that you like, wh I guess, or what I skip back a little bit, but I guess what's the best sort of, um, you know, set design lesson that you learned that you think other neon artists or just people that are fans of this stuff could really take from that. Is there anything that you have learned along the way that, that you think would help people? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things I would say, um, basically choose what it is in life, you know, that you love, take the time and really, spend time with yourself, you know, alone and really decide what it is that floors you, what gets you up in the morning and really focus on that. I mean, I think in this state of the world now, you've got to really chase what, what, what amps you up and what makes you happy. So define what it is that makes you happy. Um, write down, you know, on a piece of paper, what it is you're trying to achieve, what your goals are, and then decide what it's going to take to do it. I mean, hard work, there's nothing that beats hard work, focus, commitment, honesty and just integrity you know if you if you stick to something and really put on your blinders and put your chin to the grindstone you know you're going to succeed so many times we're our own worst enemy and so many times we sabotage ourselves by by the way we talk to 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 ourselves and if we can just write down our goals and define them and focus and have a good work ethic and you know you're 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 golden so that's my advice is just to really um Define first what it is um, that you want. If it's in your neon um, practice, you know, maybe you want to have a group show. Maybe you want to uh, TA. I, I've been TAing for, for Cliff a bit. You know, it's really beautiful thing. Maybe you want to, um, I don't know. Do yeah. No, I, I like what you said. I think like yeah. also limiting your time around people who um, are not seeing the the sort of the upside in every situation. At least that's what I've taken from you. I, I just love the positivity. I think that um, you know this the, this kind of the caring aspect of it, and then also like you said, is just spending all, some some time sorting out what it is that makes 
uh, kind of makes you tick. And, you know, you're not, you know, for anyone who's just kind of trying to figure that stuff out, you're not really lost. You might just be um, early in the process. And so yeah. what's really cool about that and I like about your work the most is it seems like you get a chance to um, try out a lot of different things. And so, uh, you know, I think that's a great way to kind of lead things. Uh, are you, people can go in and check out your work online. We just touched on the Instagram. Uh, your ta or your um, handle is fashion set, right? Yeah, I have um, I, I, I have one that I just started just for Neon. It's just called Neon Bender, N-E-O-N-B-E-N-D-E-R. And that will just highlight, you know, some of, some of the work I've done, um, some of the personal work and also some of the, the, the larger pieces. So that's a good place. Um, you know, it's a, it's a new Instagram, but it, it'll have all my Neon specifically on it. Cool. And anyone that wants to get all of you, like let's say they're listening and they have they need set design or, or art direction, you have a website. Yeah, that one is just that's just um Donnymeyerstudio.com. Yeah. So that one um you can put on the link. But yeah, that's just a lot of my older work. You can see kind of the uh the range of stuff I've done. Cool. Yeah, no, I really want to big that up because that's a big part, I think, is just the, the combination of everything you bring together. Very skillfully, um, super thoughtful work. Donnie, thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate you uh, touching on all these subjects and, uh, and can't wait to see what you do next. And thank you, Max, for all you do for the community. I appreciate it. Hey, guys. Hope you enjoyed that show. If you haven't done so, please leave us a review on your podcast aggregator of choice. We have a lot of great neon guests coming up. And as always, thanks for listening. <laughs>